about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Uh, As you know, we try to deal with health issues and give you answers and healthy, safe answers in the treatment of all these issues. Today, we've got a very difficult one to deal with. Uh, The um, new uh, vaccine, the experimental vaccines that are being used to treat um, and and help prevent uh, the COVID virus. Well, here's the thing. Before we get into that, and this is going to be, I wish I could say just a one simple show on it. You have no idea on how much information I have on this that's being sent to me regularly. Uh, and I've researched a little as well, because when people send you something, you can't just guarantee that they're truthful. You have to make sure you vet everything out and go to sources that you can count on that aren't allowed to lie Um, And even government sources uh, have issues as well. You got to be careful. We're going to talk all about this. First, I want to thank Promolife, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com. Promolife makes the finest medical and home care ozone generators, all made here in the USA. They have a complete line of um, accessories that you can use for this, particularly if you want to fight this virus, treat the virus to some degree at home, or help boost your immune system to prevent it. So go to promolife.com. Tell them you heard it on. You heard me. Um, uh, talk about it here on the radio show, and they're going to take care of you specially, and he'd probably even ask for a special gift, see what they'll give you this week. Then, of course, and this is very important if you want to keep your immune system boosted, our, our sponsor, Doctors Biome, available at doctorsbiome.com, and that's spelled D-O-C-T-O-R-S, B-I-O-M-E. It sounds like biome, but it's pronounced biome. Doctorsbiome.com. And when you go there, you can use the the code RADIO20 to get 20% off your first order. And we've done something wonderful with the company. They have now what everybody wants. They're giving you more and they're charging you less. So you're going to get a full, you'll be able to buy uh, boxes of 15. Now it's going to be, so you can get 30 um, two ounce shots, which is an entire month supply just for a couple of dollars more. So the overall price was lowered and you'll get 20% off the entire first order if you use the code RADIO20. You won't be sorry. It's essential to have a healthy gut for the COVID virus. There's numerous studies coming out showing the an unhealthy gut leads to people getting sicker and um, or even getting the virus at all. And um, you want to make sure you take your, it's a delicious drink. Even kids will love it Uh, with 15 patented strains of bacterias with prebiotics as well, because that's what the probiotics like to eat and live on mixed in as well. 
survives the stomach over 90%, gets into your gut and attaches to the wall of your gut where you need them the most to boost up the part of the immune system, the T-cell system that fights all the viral infections and helps prevent getting them. So you want to do doctor's biome every day and the whole family will love it, including the little kids. So everybody will be protected. Today we're doing a show, and I think if you if you saw it, the title of the show is To Be or Not to Be Vaccinated. That is the question. I'm sure if Will Shakespeare were alive, he might even write a play on this whole thing. Um, it would definitely be um, uh, not one of his lighter plays, but... Um, you know, more like Othello <laughs> or Henry VIII, you know, one of those nasty ones that he's written. But we're going to talk about this week and probably at least another part, possibly even next week, uh, because there's just so much information and it's coming from different sources. And I want to be clear about something. I am not your boss. Nobody is your boss. It is your choice whether to be or not to be vaccinated. But before you do something, you need to be fully informed. Now, the problem with being fully informed is there's different media out there that's trying to give you their opinions and their feelings about it. Some of it, for example, television, news shows and whatnot. Hey, guess what? They have advertisers. Who are their advertisers? Ah, yes, drug companies, big pharma. Uh, so they're being manipulated financially. The ones that have pharmaceutical advertisement, which as far as I can tell, it's every single one, to get the vaccine. Why? There's a lot of money in it for big pharma. Okay. Um, fortunately, even though our CDC is vested in this, because they're the ones who develops the va develop the vaccines, or the NIH, CDC, develop the vaccines, they sell the rights to make the vaccines to these other companies. Now, that's normal, but this is a completely different vaccine. And that's what we're going to talk about now. We're going to discuss What's going on with these vaccines? What are they? Should And then you can hopefully, after getting all the information I'm going to give you this week on part one, and if, if we have to next week on part two, you're going to be able to make a rather informed choice whether or not to do this or not. Please don't be manipulated by fear into doing something that you think is good and safe and okay without knowing all the facts, without getting your doing your due diligence as the as it's called. And that's the problem. Most people are too busy to do their due diligence on these things, or they may not understand what they're reading or hearing. And that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to put it into people terms, not doctor terms or scientists terms. So you're going to understand what we're dealing with here. Now, why I'm doing this show is I can't tell you how many of my patients, how many uh, calls I get from people and, and, and emails asking about this as if I am the man who knows everything about this. Well, the fact is, I'm still, I've been learning quite a bit about this. I'm not a vaccine scientist. 
There are things about it that I'm still learning. You probably have to spend a lifetime to become that knowledgeable about all these things. But as a doctor of 47 uh, years and a scientist as well, uh, I can understand the the. Um, the inf- the scientific information and the data that I've been receiving about this, and that's what we're going to go over now. If it seems a little bit mixed where we talk about one aspect of it and then another aspect and go back and talk about it, it's because organizing literally a couple of hundred pages of information is be is is a monumental task and unfortunately i'm not complaining this is not an excuse i don't have a i don't have a staff like other people do on other radio shows that do all this organization for them when you watch a tv show and you hear them talking they have a monitor screen and they're told exactly what to say and they've learned how to talk as if they're saying it not as if they're reading it it's interesting how that how that goes down. So you're not necessarily getting their true, honest opinion. You're getting what they're being paid to tell you. Okay. Um, uh, so oh, I have to go through and weed through all this data, th- vet it out online, prove it's true, not true. Is is there some vested interest in this, or you know, for a person to say this um, uh, or not? And then I can then communicate it. Eventually, I'll be able to organize it, maybe do one radio show with everything organized. But right now, you will forgive me, but trust that everything I'm telling you is absolutely been verified to be true based on the science that's out there and information from sources, even the CDC, for example, where you can get reasonably accurate information, even though there's been some of it suppressed. You ready? So let's begin. So first of all, um, I want you to understand this is an experiment. These, all these vaccines, even the Russian vaccine, which is called Sputnik something or other, believe it or not, like the old satellites from the 60s, uh, which is being used in many countries right now. Um, all these vaccines are experimental mental vaccines. They're experimental vaccines. Just to call it a vaccine is not fair. It's an experimental vaccine. So the experimental SARS-CoV-2 vaccines are very unique because they're called mRNA vaccines. mRNA vaccines are completely are a completely new type of vaccine. They have never been proved to this day by the FDA. And, you know, you've heard me rag on the FDA, but they do do the best job they can in many ways. They do try to make certain that the American public is not hurt by pharmaceuticals, at least. Um, They get tricked. And and I'm not going to go into all the details, but before the FDA will approve a vaccine. It takes about seven to 10 years of vetting it out to them, showing what the long-term effects might be, both good or bad, before they approve a vaccine. Okay? So, the COVID, the experimental COVID mRNA vaccines are a completely new type and have never been approved ever for human use by FDA 
the FDA. So we have absolutely no idea what to expect in the long-term effects. I'm going to talk about the short-term effects, but we have no idea what to expect from the long-term effects of this. So we can't prove yet whether it's going to have any harmful effects in one, two, three, four, five years from now. Now, keep in mind that traditional vaccines, just so you should have a comparison, simply take um, pieces of a virus and they put it into your body to develop an immune reaction. Your body develops antibodies to this, you see. And that's how your body can develop an antibody to that particular virus because any mutated strain won't be affected by that antibody. You have to develop new antibodies for that particular strain, which is why flu vaccines need to be given every year, even though they, according to the CDC, they only have a 21% effective rate. Um, they have to be given every year. And in fact, four or five years ago, the CDC told us they made a mistake in how they made the flu vaccine. They chose the wrong um, uh, viruses. And because of that, the flu vaccine would not work. But catch this. They said, do it anyway. Because they made the money is made from this and they don't want it. They don't want this to, to stop. I, it's just insane. In any case. So, the, but this new mRNA vaccine is completely different because it, 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 inje- they put, they inject molecules of a synthetic genetic material, synthetic genetic material from non-human sources into our body. Now, once these go in, they go, this genetic, this non-human synthetic genetic material goes to all the cells in your body to interact with what's called transfer RNA, okay? Transfer RNA. And what happens then is it makes a foreign protein. A protein, you know, is an amino acid, a foreign protein that supposedly will teach your body to destroy the virus that it was made for, okay? Now, of course, it won't work on a different virus or a, or a mutated virus of the CoV-2, uh, the SARS-CoV-2, the COVID-19 uh, uh, you know, virus. So it'll only work on the particular one that it was made for or, or, or several variations that they may have made it for. Okay, so keep this in mind that these newly made, these newly created proteins are not regulated by your own DNA. They're completely foreign to your body, and therefore, what they're fully capable of changing and doing in your body is is absolutely unknown at this time. Now, this mRNA molecule is, is very easily destroyed by our body. So they had to figure out, how can we put this new um, experimental product into our body without it being destroyed? Because that's one of the problems in making this kind of vaccine, experimental vaccine, is it would be so easily destroyed, our body would attack it and destroy it, you see, because it's a foreign substance. That's what our immune system does. It wants to go after foreign substances that are in our body. So they had to figure out how can we protect it. 
and they came up with how to put on a, uh, our immu- if you want to call it an immune system bulletproof vest for this experimental vaccine, this experimental mRNA. And they figured out that they could use a, a special kind of fat, a lipid, called pegylated lipid nanoparticles. And when I say pegylated, that's spelled capital P, capital E, capital G. This is a particularly um, crafted uh, fatty molecule and in micro form, in an absolute micro form, that's what nano, nano means. An extremely small coating of this is placed over the mRNA, which now can hide this mRNA from your immune system, which would, as I said, normally just kill any foreign material that was put into your body one way or another, let alone injected. Okay, so these nanoparticles uh, have been used in many different drugs for years. So they're not new. They knew what they, they knew where to go to get it. They knew what it could do because other drugs have had to be protected by them uh, so that they wouldn't be destroyed when we, when we swallow them or try to absorb them or they try to work in our body. So they've been using these for years, but because of their effect on immune system and the, I should say the balance of our immune system, there have been studies that have come out to show that they can induce allergies and autoimmune diseases. That's a serious thing. You may not have an allergy, but they can cause an allergy in you. And their concern is that they can cause autoimmune disease. That's one of the reasons why the long-term effects have never been studied. And that's one of the reasons why the FDA has never approved this particular um, uh, uh, virus uh, immunization to ever be used up till this point in time. Okay. Now, when that happens, if they, if they trigger um, uh, an autoimmune disease, they also can trigger immune reactions that can cause your liver to be damaged. And, they may be contaminated with other things that they're not telling you. That's one of the problems. And we're going to go over what's in them because I think that's very important to know what is in them as far as what the drug companies are telling us. And I'm going to go along with they're not lying. Let's just say they're telling us what's in it. Well, I think you need to know more about it. So now let's keep in mind, just to sum up, they're putting in a foreign molecule, an mRNA vaccine has a foreign molecule of RNA material that's going to interact with your, all the cells in your body with the DNA. They're coated with a particular substance, a fatty substance called PEG nanomolecules, and they, contribute, they can cause allergies, autoimmune diseases, potentially, and even damage to your liver because the liver has to detoxify all these different things. So whether or not this particular vaccine is ready or not, and believe me, there's plenty of science to back up what I'm telling you. It's a serious issue. Let's go to a commercial break. We'll be right back and we'll continue on with all this.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there. Uh, please forgive me if I sound very emotional about this, but this is very serious. And I get emotional when I talk about very serious things. In any case, um, we're talking today about to be or not to be vaccinated. That is your choice. And that is the question. Should you or shouldn't you be? And we're going over the data that you and here's one of the problems with the data. When you go try to find some of this stuff, you can get it sometimes for a very short time and then suddenly Google has taken it off or web or web pages are no longer being found. Uh, that's because the FTC maybe have things taken down, the Federal Trade Commission or uh, the these privately owned companies like Google and whatnot are trying to police this because they're trying. And I'm not saying they're doing something wrong. They're trying to do a service, they feel. But by putting down truthful information just because they don't want you to hear it is not the way we are in this country. It's about freedom of speech, and freedom of speech is also being free to write and, re- and read and hear all these different things. Now, if all these web pages and, and data through the Internet are being taken down, how are you supposed to find out the truth when 
News media like newspapers and whatnot are funded in their advertisement by Big Pharma, and they want you to know what they want you to know and what they don't want you to know. You won't be able to then find out. So a lot of the stuff that I'm getting uh, is sent to me. Then I have to research it fast because when I go back to that web page to just make sure I've printed it or downloaded it correctly, it's gone. Okay. Now, just as an example, some of the things you need to know um, is that the coronavirus, like all viruses, mutate. And that's why I said vaccines can't mutate themselves into the next possible strain. So they may not be and generally are not able to uh, fight any strain they weren't created to fight in the first place. So this comes from WABC. And what WABC is saying is that more cases of the highly contagious variants, that means the mutated strains, found in the United Kingdom and in South Africa are now being discovered all across the U.S. Um, and um, <laughs> they call it the race is on to track, identify, and test the worrying mutations to see how well the vaccines being rolled out can protect against them. It's a race against time, but most countries don't have, en have any or enough capacity uh, to monitor these rapidly emerging new variants. Well, this is a problem. Um, uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine is now being tweaked to fight the South African variant. But how do you know it's going to be safe when they tweak it? There's no long-term studies. They're, they're, they're trying in very short times by, I guess, paying human beings um, to risk their lives to try these vaccines out. And you got to wonder why would people do this? From, you know, for example, um, uh, in this South African variant, uh, it was tested on about 6,500 people. Um, how do you get 6,500 people that are so willing to do this well they're desperate for money and they're paid well to be put into the trial because they just have to um, um uh, that's one of the problems that other companies that are trying to research this like johnson and johnson a uh, vaccine um where um they've tested it on more than seventeen thousand people in argentina brazil chile Colombia, Mexico, and Peru, the mutations are spiking in number and in variation. There's over 21 already. And even Harvard epidemiologists are saying that um, there's no way to create vaccines fast enough to deal with all these variations. So that's one of the problems. Now, what's in them? So basically, there are two ones, two vaccines that you're able to research um, if you go to the company's website. So again, I'm not saying they're lying, but I'm taking it right off the company's website on what you should be concerned about or not concerned about. So first of all, let's go to the Pfizer um, BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. BioNTech COVID vaccine, va uh, vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine. So the first thing they say is, what is it? And the answer they give you is, is that the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine is an unapproved vaccine that may prevent 
may prevent COVID-19. There is no FDA-approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. Here's the catch. It's an experimental vaccine. When you get the vaccine, you are immediately enrolling into this experimental program as a participant, and you're not being paid. You're actually getting the vaccine for free because U.S. taxpayers are paying for the vaccine. Okay? So you are getting the vaccine, but you are now enrolled into it, unlike the people who are paid to to take a chance with it. You are now enrolled into it, and that removes all legal rights to sue the company. And we'll talk about what you can do in a few minutes. But the FDA has approved emergency use of this vaccine to prevent the COVID-19 in individuals 16 years of age and older under what they call the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization. Okay, and if you want to learn more about the EUA, I ain't going to talk about it. Go online to the FDA, ask and, and type in and search emergency use authorization, and they'll tell you what the rules around it are. Now, before you consider taking the vaccine, there are a bunch of things you should watch out for and make sure you tell them before they give you the vaccine if it's your choice to do it. That if you have any allergies, because that could react with the vaccine and cause your allergies to get worse or, wor- or, or worse, have an allergy to the vaccine. Tell them whether you've had a fever, um, if you have a bleeding disorder, or if you're on a blood thinner, because Pfizer is telling you their vaccine may interact with these problems. You have to let them know because you may not be eligible for it and don't lie. If you lie, you may be very sorry later on. In addition, you have to tell them if you're immune compromised or if you're on medicine that affects your immune system, like uh, prednisone uh, for treating asthma or things like that. If you're taking any kind of um, cortisone, prednisone, um, uh, no matter what the name is, your immune system is compromised. And if you have already, and you know you have an immunocompromised um, uh, body, you've got to be very careful getting this. You may be very sorry if you do. You have to let them know whether you're pregnant or you plan to become pregnant or you're breastfeeding. Also, you have to let them know some people are being foolish, believe it or not, and they're trying to get multiple vaccines, both types if possible, because they're so fearful. Oh, and there's another crazy thing going on. Um, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, but there's there, and and you go try to find it on the internet now, and it may already have been taken down. But dumpster diving has been taking place. I said that right, dumpster diving. What am I talking about? There are people that are standing nearby in pharmacies and when they that are giving out you know don't you know doing the vaccinations and when the pharmacies close for the night people are getting into their dumpsters going into the dumpster and looking for vaccine that hasn't been used yet that wasn't fully emptied from the vial they don't know whether it's damaged vaccine and it was thrown out purposely or not 
but they're getting the vaccine so they can get doses of it for themselves and their friends or family, as well as the possibility of selling it to people who are have been made desperate in their minds to get it because they've been put on these tiered lists that say, well, you're not able to get it until May of this year or maybe July or August or whatever. So there are people that are selling this, using it. You don't know if it's damaged vaccine. Please, if you're going to get this vaccine, this experimental vaccine at all, make sure you get it from a reliable source and don't be paying people money for this because you don't know where they got it from. I know this sounds, listen, I don't make anything up. I lie about nothing. And that's serious stuff. Now, Pfizer also has in their vaccine, not only the mRNA uh, coated with these pegylated lipid molecule nanoparticles, but it also has other chemicals in it uh, as preservatives and, and, and whatnot. And for example, in their vaccine, they have polyethylene glycol. This is a chemical. Go look it up on the internet. I don't know that you want this in your body but go look it up on the internet. It has um, um, something I can't even easily pronounce. And I went to medical school. Ditetra dicyclosetamide. Ditetra cyclosetamide. Um, it's a much longer name, but look up that chemical if you like to. You can go on to Pfizer, um, Pfizer's website, COVID-19 vaccine, and it gives you all this information. It has potassium chloride, which is no big deal, um, uh, potassium phosphate, sodium chloride, that's salt, um, uh, a disodium phosphate dihydrate, and sucrose. Why are they putting an alcohol sugar, um, uh, what we call artificial sugar, sucrose in there? An alcohol sugar. I by, by the way, I can't use sucrose. It upsets my stomach. Uh, so I, I use, um, I don't use, uh, I try to avoid sugar anyway. And um, um, I can't take anything that has sucrose in it. It just upsets my stomach terribly. Now, they t- they, if you go on their site, they say, what are the risks of their vaccine? And the side effects are, according to them, an injection site pain, well, that can happen, fatigue, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, flu-like symptoms, really, fever, swelling by the inject and redness in the injection site, nausea, just feeling malaise, feeling unwell, and swollen lymph nodes, lymphadenopathy, swollen lymph nodes. You can also get reactions, not only allergic reactions, but you can have, which can include, you know, the swelling of your throat. So you'll have not only difficult breathing, but you might stop. A swelling of your face, your face and throat, a, a rapid heartbeat, uh, a severe rash all over your body, dizziness and weakness. So if you get the vaccine, please, this experimental vaccine, they tell you, please, please, please do not leave the, the, the place where you've gotten the injection in case you need emergency help because this vaccine may not wear off for as much as um, uh, an hour. 
In other words, uh, when I say wear off, I shouldn't say it that way. You may have a reaction up to one to two hours afterwards. They say 30 minutes to an hour. I got news for you. It can happen a couple of hours later. So if you're not in any place where they can give you an EpiPen or something like that, your life could be at stake. 911 may not get to you in time. Now, let's go to the other one, the Moderna. Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. And again, they want you to tell them if you have allergies, if you had a fever, bleeding with blood, thin, all the same things. If you're breastfeeding, if you've had another vaccine, if you're pregnant or want to become pregnant. Now, their vaccine has different ingredients in it. It does have the mRNA coated with lipids, the, the pegylated lipids, with, which is the polyethylene glycol. That's what PEG is. Go look up PEG, polyethylene glycol, and decide whether you want that in your body. And they also give you um, uh, DMG, which is, dimis, mis, mis, I got to pronounce it right, dimis, dim, dimris, Toil, demistroil. It's very hard to pronounce some of these chemical terms because I'm not a biochemist um, and I've been away from this so long. Um, it has cholesterol in it. It has a phospho, a phosphocholine in it, a complicated one, but it also has tromethanine and tromethanine hydrochloride. Go look up tromethanine and tromethanine hydrochloride. And I don't know anybody that wants to put that into their body, but that's in there, obviously in small amounts. And again, it has acetic acid now, sodium acetate. And again, sucrose. Why do I got to have sucrose in it? I don't have a clue. And they give you all the same adverse effects that could occur all the same adverse effects, flu-like symptoms in general, okay? Now, another thing to be concerned about, and wait till we get into the, um, in fact, you know what? Let's go to our, let's go to our uh, commercial break now. When we come back, let's talk about something that you must listen to and hear before you go run away to get the vaccine. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. 
Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Remember, the show is to be or not to be vaccinated. That is the question. When you hear this last part of the show, uh, it uh, may help you make up your mind. However, we're going to definitely have to do another show next week on this part two, because there's so much more information to give you Uh, so much more information that's important to know. Uh, I think I've given you a lot already to make you at least think twice about it, but we've got a lot more to go over, and I'm pretty certain we're going to do another show on this next week. I have gone over almost one-fiftieth of all the pages of information that I've gathered on this just over the last few days, let alone the last few weeks. Um, so that you can be an informed public. Now, the next bit of information is very important. We're going to talk about adverse effects from this vaccine. Now, where did I get this from? I could be making up anything I want, but I'm getting it from the Center for Disease Control. This is the latest information that I could get from the Center for Disease Control, um, dated uh, around 2-4 or 2-5 of this year, the February 5th of this year. Today's show is on February 11th so of, of 2021. So this is just a little more than a, a week old data that we're giving you. So things could have increased. So here's the numbers. According to the CDC, there have been 501 deaths from these experimental vaccines. 10,748 other injuries reported following this COVID vaccine. Now, these numbers are reflected of the latest data. Actually, I just see, the, I see it now on my pages here from January 29. So this is 11, uh, 12 days later, 13 days later, and it may have gotten worse. But as of January 29th, the CDC has on their website um, a, a thing you can look at called the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. V-A-E-R-S, VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And you can go right on the CDC website, put that in. You'll probably see where it is, and you'll get the latest data uh, that you can get. But this is what we found from there. So 
Of these 501 reported deaths, 453 were from the U.S. Guess what? There's already been 29 deaths in Norway. That's not taking into consideration here what what these numbers are for sure, uh, but there's no way to know because they're not telling you what countries have been reporting this to them or why should they. Now, the average age who died was 77. So obviously, older people who are getting the vaccine because they believe they're in higher risk, well, they're killing them off. Now, <laughs> they're giving out huge numbers of vaccine vaccinations. Um, um, what is it now? If I believe I've gotten it right, people who've received the first dose, 44 million 770,000 people um, had received their first dose as of um, uh, uh, actually January 7th. That's the latest data I was able to come up with. So that's much higher now. The total doses as of January 7th were almost uh, 66 million doses all right, meaning some people got a second dose and you have to get a second dose, they claim, to have the vaccinations work. That's another thing you'll find on their websites. They don't want you to do it once. They want you to do it twice. They get paid for it if you do it twice. They only get paid for it once if you do it once. So there is a financial push for them to make this happen so they can make get, <laughs> if you want to call it, get their money. Um and by the way, the youngest person who died so far, according to this, was 23, age 23. Children do not need the vaccine. Please don't get your child vaccinated. If they even get the infection, they may not even know they have the infection. And it's very clear. If you go to their websites, the vaccine is not permanent. The vaccine is not guaranteed to stop you from getting the virus. If you get the virus, you may not know you have it if you've been vaccinated, but you will be infectious to other people. So you're walking around giving the, 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 the virus to other people and you don't even know you had it. Okay? So, I told you we've had 501 deaths. Now, when you compare it to 65 million, who cares? I can tell you who cares. All 501 of those people cared very much that they died from this vaccine. And I can also tell you that their families, if they had any, also cared that their loved one or their friend passed away from it. All right? Is it, so is it worth getting a vaccine when you're risking your life, even if it's only 4.45% of the people who got it? Well, wait a minute. You only have a 0.4% chance of dying from it if you do get the infection. So you stand 10 times the chance of dying from it from the vaccine than dying from the infection itself, according to the CDC's data. Okay. Well, actually it's 4.5% of the people who uh, uh, received had adverse events. So that's not really fair. I got to be fair. 
It's not that 10 times more, but it's certainly serious. Okay. I got to be fair. I lie about nothing. I keep people know that about me and I can't make stuff up and then be called on it. All right. Permanent disability, according to the CDC, 156 people, okay, who got it are permanently disabled from it. Office visits, emergency room visits, 18 people had to go. Over 2,500 had had to see a doctor in an emergency room. A a thousand were hospitalized from getting the vaccine. Um, 4,200 people recovered from the vaccination, okay? There were 12 birth defects attributed to the vaccination, That's why they're telling you if you're pregnant, you're looking to become pregnant, please don't do the vaccine. 12 birth defects. How are you going to live with that for the rest of your life as a parent or a grandparent if your grandchild came out with a birth defect because of this vaccination? There were additional, not only the 501 who died, but 383 life-threatening situations that were averted. Okay, so there was actually a total of 14,405 because some of these things were considered not serious. Now, here's one of the problems that I found. There is and we're going to talk about this in greater detail next week. But there the problem is the CDC is not requiring anything but very serious reactions to be reported to them. Not every very serious reaction is reported. So there's a percentage of people who are having very serious reactions where it is not being sent into the CDC as that has been requested. People are too busy. Who knows why, but they're not doing it. We know that's the case. The numbers are probably higher. How high? We don't know, and I'm not going to make it up. Um, But the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, is not requiring some of these other symptoms that I mentioned from the manufacturers, the the flu-like symptoms and whatnot, to be reported. Okay? And there's organizations like ICANN, um, the Informed Consent um, um, Organization, that fights to have us all get informed consent that's concerned about this. And we'll go over ICANN possibly next week and their concerns because it's not being reported to VAERS and only, so all these other events. Now, what do you, what, what, what possibility of other events, these other smaller, less serious things can happen? Fact is, according to the research that was put out months ago, By the companies, 21% adverse effects were reported of all these varying types among all age groups that were getting it. 21% chance of having an adverse reaction of some kind, not necessarily serious enough to be life-threatening or to kill you, but a 21% adverse affection rate. Is that worth it to you? One chance in five of having an adverse effect on a virus that if you get it, you stand a 99.6% chance of surviving it 
and a very large percentage of chance of not even knowing you had it. Okay? Now, of those 501 people who died, 53% were male and 43% were female. Uh, I have a reason, I have a feeling that uh, more men died than women because they were married and they wanted to. That's a bad joke, by the way, a Henning Youngman joke. Uh, the, uh, uh, so, and as I said, the average age was 77, though the youngest one was 23 as of that date. The Pfizer vaccine was taken by 59% of those people who died, while the Moderna vaccine uh, of the people who died was only 41%. So the Pfizer vaccine seemed to be a little bit more dangerous than the Moderna vaccine in causing deaths. Um, the Pfizer vaccine had most of the, had 60, 76% of all those adverse reactions, these anaphylactic reactions, okay? Whereas the Moderna vaccine seems to be safer. Only 24% of the people had these anaphylactic, life-threatening reactions. So you stand a greater chance of dying and a greater chance of having an anaphylactic reaction with Pfizer and less of a chance with Moderna, okay? If that helps you make up your mind which one you might want to take or not take, that is, that is your choice. Um, um, and, of course, doctors have had their own families die. Um, we're going to talk about uh, next week how um, many healthcare workers are not interested in taking the vaccine, do not want to take the vaccine. There are things that are not being reported, but have been reported in the past. Uh, there have been miscarriages. According to the Vayers report here, there were 13 miscarriages. So again, pregnant women stay away from it. Um, and then Bell's palsy, which is, uh, is a very serious problem. Um, not going to do a show on Bell's palsy. It's, it's important, but not as important as many other shows we need to do. Uh, but it can cause Bell's palsy. There was 139 cases of that reported. These are additional statistics that are not included in numbers that I've told you. Um, and they, they know there were certain lot numbers. In fact, in Norway, after the 29 deaths, they found that certain lot numbers of these vaccines that were produced by um, Moderna and Pfizer were the ones that led to deaths. And, you know, if you don't know, it's like having a recall on your automobile. If you don't get the recall notice and you don't know it, you're going to give it to you. You're going to drive your car into a tree on your way home from work you never met before and um, before before you have a chance to do something about it. If the pharmacies and doctors and hospitals that are getting these vaccines aren't careful to see the latest information, they may be using some of these um, um, uh, vaccine lot, lots that are known to be the real culprits because they were damaged. Who knows what went wrong with them? I'm not here to evaluate that yet, but eventually I'm sure we'll figure out what the cause of that was. Well, everybody, we came to the end of this show. I wish you all to stay safe, healthy, and well. Remember to go to promolife.com 
for ozone generators and, and accessories and doctorsbiome.com for the new doctor's biome. Uh, very important if you want to stay safe and well. So long, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.